I'm Ange. I walk the shamanic path and I have the best fucking job in the world. Every day I get to tell you I love you. Don't fucking text them. And I get to help people with their relationships um, using ancient wisdom from my extensive studies in shamanism. So I am along this path. I've been lucky enough to find a lot of spiritual friends and I have some not spiritual friends, but they're all funny and they're all beautiful. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about relationships and the things that that we deal with in them. We're going to dissect the twin flame trend and just talk about soul ties and healing in general. So I love you. And of course, like I said before, don't fucking text them. Work on your own shit. You, you are the problem. I'm sorry. You're also the solution. I love you. This is my first time interviewing someone I've never talked to before. <laughs> Christina Ginger Mama on TikTok, now Ginger Mama LLC because she can't get into her account with 60,000 plus followers. But um, I've always liked her on on TikTok as a tarot reader. I know that I've heard from some of my clients that they find her some somewhat polarizing, but I've I've just always seen she's got such a good message and a good story and I've always loved her energy so I'm excited I was excited to talk to her today and honestly exceeded my expectations she is a wonderful person I love her perspective as a teacher and as another intuitive and like it was I could have talked to her all day you guys so we talk a lot about her twin flames and her journeys and what it's like being a tiktok tarot reader and um yeah she's great I here I'll start okay I only have a microphone because I realized when I was editing I don't know I'm just learning how to do this basically what happened is people on my live were like we love listening to you can you just do a podcast and I thought it was weird I'm like who wants to listen to me but no you do most of these have just been people just me talking to my friends and family but like I wanted to start talking to other TikTok spiritual people for a lot of reasons like basically <laughs> you yeah. I think I'm starting with you because I nothing you do really triggers me so it's a safe place but I want to get to the people that I disagree with eventually is what I'm working up to I think you know yeah no I appreciate it because honestly most people I trigger a lot like I think I I know a lot like people are like she is off her rocker and I'm like every day I'm like god I know you're telling me to do this I know that I'm getting through to some people and I do have other people that are like no thank you for being so honest like I needed to hear it like that and so it's hard because like I present that way um I'm an Aries sun I have a Mercury Mm -hmm. and Aries Gemini rising but it's like my Scorpio moon I'm like the most gentle Um, Like, I swear, all I want to do is like snuggle up and be peace and Zen. But I think sometimes on this journey, we have to be really direct, you know, um, or or we're not going to grow. So I agree. So this is I wanted to tell you the story. This is how I kind of came to find you. I think I, I don't I, I cannot follow other tarot readers because I get too addicted to tarot. So I have to like not like, because I think we all have this part of our journey, how we get into this. But um, so I, at one point I was following you and then I unfollowed because I, I have to be like, I don't want any tarot readings. I just want to be in my own energy. I get but, it. <laughs> but uh, so I was following you and then I wasn't. And then on one of my lives one day, no, I know what it was last year. I was teaching shadow work classes on zoom. And so in those classes, we have to talk about what triggers us because everything's a mirror for our own healing. Right. And somebody brought up you and somebody oh. brought up your oh TikToks, and they, they, they were triggered by the fact that you were like yelling at divine masculine to get their shit together or something. And yes. 
they felt like it was ego and it was all this stuff. And I just laughed and I was like, two things. This was my take. Cause I stitched you last year. I don't know if you remember this. Cause I was kind of stitching oh like other creators. And I'm like, I think, um, first of all, we all need to show up at the point we are at in the journey because that's where we are at. And there will be a collective that needs to relate to people where they're at. And second, even once we transcend that, sometimes I think my just two cents, and you can fill me in if I'm wrong or not, is that you are great at channeling the collective on top of just being transparent. So some of the times I've seen you like screaming at the camera, I feel like that's more, you're channeling what's going on with people. And it's not, I don't think it's you. I don't think it's you and your ego or your own fear or anger sometimes. Like, I just think you're really good at channeling the story of others. Yeah, and I will say definitely on my journey at times, I have, there has been ego for sure. Um, I don't All of us like do. pretend that there hasn't been. Yeah. Um, and it's um, it's been a reworking. I think it depends on when people first found me. Like my experience last February online, I definitely, a lot of that content was just too, too much. I felt like, but it did. Yeah. It was the truth. Like yes. I was going through like fucking hell. It was like my, my karmic ex, there was just so much stuff there. And then the twin flame and they were both. And I'm just like, what is going on? And then as I talked to clients and began to do that, I was like, I feel this anger, but every reader, it seemed like, like, I loved your, you, you're the one always doing the don't text them. Right. No, like, don't text I just, them. I just you saved me so many times. I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, I didn't listen to her shit, you know, but, um, but that's the thing. It was like, I got to this point where I'm like, why are we all sitting here? Because since I was kind of dealing with two masculine energies at the same time that had confirmed visions, dreams, the awakening journey, I was pissed. Cause I'm like, you guys are treating them like babies. You're treating them. Like they don't know what's going on. They know what's going on. And by us sitting here and acting like, oh no, we have separation and they get to go screw a lot of people and party and have this extended bachelor party. We're feeding into that. Yeah. And so for me, I, I do, I get frustrated because I know we have different paths and lessons to learn, but there's a big difference between separation occurring for healing purposes and separation occurring and people thinking they should tolerate um, not having clarity yes. or cheating or whatever it is. Because at the end of the day, yeah, we want to forgive for our own self and energetically, but like the idea that the universe is like, no, you're supposed to be with someone that went out and hooked up with tons of people yes. or lied is absolutely BS. And um, so, yeah, it's like, I, I do struggle though. Cause like when you mentioned in the email before we talked, the idea of romanticizing the journey. It's like, I do think in a way it has to be romanticized to some degree or we don't have hope, right? We yeah. can't like wake up every day and, and really do it. But it's like, let's romanticize our own lives and let's romanticize whatever's coming in. Like I constantly am telling clients, can we get rid of the skin suit? Like, yeah. can we take off, is it that person or is it that feeling you want? Because I think most feminines, it's that that feeling of like, wait, I felt like this core recognition or that eye contact or that peace. And like, if that's what we're wanting to call in, we've got to release if it's actually that physical person or skin suit, or if it's just that feeling we're trying to manifest. And if it's that person, great. If it's someone yeah. different, great, you know? Um, but I don't know. I learned with everybody else. Like this is a journey. Same. So Same. Um, I know it's just so funny because I always like, I don't know. I didn't, we, we all have ego. And I think I've done the same thing. I have I have shared publicly this past year and a half, like my fuck ups and my freak outs and my cold sores. Like I had a video yeah. go viral that was like with a cold. 
anyway, but I share the ugly moments because I still get triggered by like, especially the twin flame content creators that are so fucking uh, spiritual love and light bullshit. It's like, we're still human and you have to honor those parts and integrate them. And I think that especially the law of assumption people trigger me because it's like, you can't just spiritually bypass the sadness and the shit that happens. We got to learn to honor all of our emotions and move dense energy and integrate the lessons. And like, it's, it's not all sunshine and unicorns and rainbows all the time. No. And if and somebody's fucking someone else, you can't just be like, oh, well, I know that he's going to stop because he's healing. No, or she, you know? No. And and the anger is, to me, it's imperative. That's where the power mm-hmm. lies. Like anger's self-protection. Anger defends other people. It brings justice, like a- anywhere in our, our lives. And so like, I also feel like masculine energy, because they're shut down from those emotions, it's like they need to see people in their face. I- I've had yeah. so many masculine energies like, I, even my, my karmic exo employees, like, I, I can't, if I watch one of your videos, I, I'm like, yeah, but what's that stirring in you? Mm-hmm. And it's like, he knew. And that there were times where at, through our divorce, he'd come over and he was like, no, like I feel physically sick. I'm like, I know, because that's the energy. Like you're being called to like tap in with your own anger, yeah. your own sadness. Like I'm a mirror in that way. Yes. And so it, it is definitely, um, has been a challenge a bit because people will be like, you could have more clients or you could this or that if you just, you know, were nicer or calmer. But I'm also like, no, I feel like that's why I get the people I meant to align mm-hmm. with though. Yeah. Um, so. Because you need to, you need to, people need to be real. That's what this is all about. So, well, and we need to be real. And that's what I've had to learn. Like people sometimes will say like, you talk too fast or your videos have too much live music or, and I'm like, what a great lesson for you to know that that's not for you then. You know what I mean? Like, and I think we have to find our own authenticity. Like I got yelled at my whole life for talking too fast and too much. Me too. And Gemini now, rising there. <laughs> yeah, it's like now now I go live and that's where like the bulk of my business is done every day. And like all I do is talk nonstop to myself for an hour really fast. So like we just kept it ourselves. Think, yeah, and I think too, like if we can go to the higher level of like like so for me, there were a lot of different periods where like I went internally, there was like before I got on TikTok, right? Like yeah. I was writing, I was connecting with source and I felt like through that, it was like, I was able to understand, okay, the tarot readers that are all peace and Zen and love and light, like, I don't know if they're doing this because it's a performance or because it's gen- genuinely them, but yeah. it doesn't matter. They're needed because I know I needed them at certain times mm-hmm. and me being this, I know people need at certain times. Yes. And even though some days I'm like, I just want to be the whole peace and love and light. Like, I don't want to go there. And the universe is like, no, we made you this way for a reason. Yeah. And it is hard because especially friends and family, um, that's been the hardest thing for me is they, they just are like, it's like, they're almost scared of me because of my work. And I'm like, yeah. but can't you take off like what is work versus me? Because yeah. anyone who knows me well knows that I don't walk around like screaming at people on the streets or like yelling at my friends. Like, I'm direct, but like, I am a lover. Like you I'm are, not a yeah. fighter. Um, and what I'm fighting for when I'm posting or doing these things is, is for truth is for, is for ascension for people to yeah. like get away. And that's the other thing. I know, you know, this is many people are not in true twin flame dynamics or divine counterparts. Most people are with fucking narcissists. And so again, I'm like, if you're with somebody that's a total jerk, you've got to get out of that. And sometimes you need somebody to like really lay it out there for you. Yeah, I agree. I have it. So I have a hard time because I kind of like put the whole twin flame label aside. I would say I'm very much, I've been on a twin flame journey but I don't know if I believe that twin flames are real anymore. What I do believe is real yeah. is that a lot of us, so I think 
maybe some of you guys actually are like, you know what I mean? Like, and, that, and that's, yeah. I can hold space for that. But I know like me and what everyone I found in my collective and the people I've done shamanic healing work on because I've followed the shamanic path, right? Um, like we all seem to have people that we've been in like every past life with and it's a, it's, it's a stronger connection than any of our other soul ties. Like, so, and they, they do facilitate our spiritual awakening and it's the same journey, but I don't, so that's where I'm like, I can hold space for either way. But like, for me, I guess I think it's just for me personally, I had to let go of the label because it was making me fucking insane. Like I, this man definitely, it's, it has all the, all the hallmarks of, of a twin flame journey, but I, in order for me to like detach from it fully enough to like stop obsessing, I had to let go of the labels. And for me, since, and me too. Yeah. Since we did, like yeah. we're better, we can get along together and we can be together now. So like, but it's hard for me because I, I still relate to the journey, but I like, I, I get like, and I, and I never believe well, for a year. I have not believed that any, I don't think any of these people share one soul. That's just my two cents. I think it's two things that are so close close to each other in resonance that people think we're one soul but like i think even the twin flame experts on tiktok talking about like whatever i just think i think they're like earlier in their journey than they realize sometimes when they're still clinging to it you know what i mean yeah and i and i completely agree and i again it's like with me i'm to this place with source um because i was highly triggered during eclipse season here i think yeah. i mentioned that to you because like my person and i have not seen each other in a year we have not even talked on the phone really like it's been texting occasionally but we'd gone through a long period of That's no tough. contact yeah and we were just texting and again it was just i was there was a lot of triggering occurring and I just at this place where I'm like, source, this person is not good for me yeah. based on these things. And I'm like, and I trust you. And I know that with my energy, if I communicate with this person, it's like energetically, I'm on the floor. I can't yeah. get out of bed. I feel like I'm being kicked by the universe. Like, no, you're not supposed to be engaging. And so I leave the door open for like, if something we're supposed to be connected in some way in the future. But I also think sometimes just because we had past life experiences with someone or are tied in some way, it doesn't mean that we're meant to be together on this earth plane. Right. And that's really hard. And, yeah. and that's why it's like, I do feel like I love TikTok for the sense that like everyone shares at different times. So even in the beginning, when I did, I know I was reaching the people then, and I don't know if yeah. you know, my original account got locked out of. No. Um, yeah. The 60,000 plus like whatever I had a, TikTok has not responded. So I, it's been weeks now, maybe four weeks. I started a new account, which already has like 12,000. I have to find you. Cause followers. I wondered, I went to look yeah, and you kind of posted. I know. No, everybody keeps saying okay. that it's ginger mama LLC. Okay. So, um, but Finding the thing one. about that is initially I had a tower moment, right? I'm like, God, this is my whole business. Like mm. what, what is going on here? What did I do wrong? And it was like, the universe just kept saying trust. And I'm not kidding you overnight, all new people, different places in their journey, everyone yes. I need to connect with. And they all keep telling me, I didn't even see you online. I didn't even know who you were. And so again, it's that flow state where I'm like, at this point in my life, I am focused on career yeah. and, and just helping the collective. Like that's where I find my happiness. Like, I don't think I'm in a place where I'm ready to be in any type of real relationship you know what I mean? it's not yeah. that I don't want love but it's like I don't even dating whatever it's just like something that I'm like yeah. it's not for me um it's not it's, for me I'm right in the now. same place and it's hard because I'm so I'm Libra I'm Libra Sun Libra Mercury Libra Venus 
Um, wow. and, and I always I, meet people with tons of Libra placement. I love it. But then I'm Aquarius Moon and Mars Leo. So I'm I'm just like I romantic relationships have always been my obsession, right? But I got divorced during COVID and um, then I started dating a ton. Like I went bald to the wall, but I met my, per I, I will take this back. I left, I left my husband, literally we had a rough 13 years. It was so karmic, but I left him saying, I know that the minute we split, you will find your person and I will find mine. And we will both be happier and we need to do this for ourselves and our son. And he was pissed at me because he was like, I can't stand your spiritual woke bullshit. Like, you you know, whatever. Like, and he was so mad. He's like, this isn't a reason people get divorced. And I was like, this is what I'm being called to do. I'm sorry. Like, we will co-parent as best friends. But anyway, a month later, he met his person and he's been living with her for two and a half years. She's wonderful. We co-parent together. I love her. Like, was this person. And then that same week, I met the person that we've called my twin flame, right? But he and I have had this rocky thing. But... Okay, wait, I forgot what it was. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Libra. I think too, I just, it's so funny. I also during eclipse season had the same thing about like, I actually told mine, I stopped talking to him. Like, I'm the one that was like, this isn't, I love you. This isn't health, healthy for me. I don't like the way we show up in each other's lives. I don't want to do this. It feels too similar to stuff from how my parents treated me. I want something different. Goodbye. And like, he's the one that now is like, that made him come back and be like, no, let's talk about this. Let's figure this out. So whatever we're, but we're still in this place of, it's not a typical relationship. Um, he travels out of town for work all the time. And like, we have all these circumstances that keep us from being like together. And I kind of landed there this week too. Like maybe I'm supposed to, it, because it makes me feel dysregulated sometimes, but first of all, maybe I'm supposed to work on those triggers. And then maybe I'm also supposed to be able to keep sharing the tumultuous parts of relationships with my collective. Because if I was just happily married, I wouldn't be as able to relate to people as much to do this work, maybe. Yeah. And that, and that's the hardest thing. I, I like, I literally got, I, I mean, I know I combine everything. I'm not just like some Bible thumper here, but I did get yeah. revelations 22, 20 tattooed on my left ring finger this year. Um, because I just felt like this serious commitment that I felt to like, I understand first, like in tarot, the lover's card, the yeah. divine feminine looks to source, right. For guidance, yeah. the masculine kind of looks to her. So all of us with that feminine energy of like guidance with source. And um, it's hard because for me, I, I was leaving a marriage that on paper looked beautiful. Yeah. The house, the kids, everything, um, the way it had started, there was a lot of toxicity underneath all of that beauty, right? And when I met my counterpart, my counterpart and I actually knew each other um, for basically since the time my husband and I got married and she's yeah. a woman. And so that was very... Um, a big thing, right? Because I'm like, okay, I knew I've always had these tendencies towards women, but like when I was like 16, my yeah. parents found my diary and they were like, so are you gay? And I was like Catholic and all this. And I'm like, no, what? No, like, I don't know. And like, I just shut it down. Yeah. And so over the years, like I knew this, but I was frustrated because this woman we reconnected, which by the way, I, I, the synchronicities just don't end. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I had told my ex during COVID, I said, I want to move back to the city. We moved back to the city. We'd only been about a half an hour out. And within 48 hours of moving into this home, she messaged me out of nowhere. I hadn't talked to her in years. We did not know we were twins at the time. Mm -hmm. And she said, hey, I'm going to divorce my husband. Um, she's like, I just can't take it, which made me really happy because from the moment I met him, I, I absolutely could not stand him. Yeah. <laughs> he was very aggressive, treated her poorly. But here's the thing. He's an Aries. I'm an Aries and she is an Aquarius and my ex is a Gemini and he's got an Aquarius moon and she's a Libra moon. And so for me, 
as I went through this process, I was like, oh shit, this is the exact same energy, only slightly different. How can Mm -hmm. I discern that she's not the same as this like covert narcissist I was with? Right. And then I felt like she's been very triggered when I've expressed anger, where I'm like, what are you doing blocking me? What the fuck? Like, you know, because I never was like that until shit got really shut down, where she'd yeah. be like, no, we have a connection, but I just don't think I'm gay. And um, yeah, you're a deep connection. You're my twin, but I'm going to go fuck this guy. I mean, to my face, she'd do this. And I was just like, I can't. Like, I can't. Like, I get freedom and whatever here, but like, yeah. we're not going to deny this and do this to my face and just you decide when to come in and out. And so it expressed an anger because I was also like, I was there for you in your breakup and now I'm going through hell and you're you're denying, we confirmed visions on the same nights, dreams. And for someone to run from that ripped me apart. And I knew, I was like, okay, I knew I blew up the phone for a second. I had a few drinks and I said the thing where I was like, what the fuck, you know? Um, And there was one night I left a voicemail where I did, I went off. I was like, I never would have fucking talked to your ex. I never would have trusted him over over me and see she did that she talked to my karmic ex not me and I so there was a lot of this triggering and I I got to a place where I'm like I have to let it all go and so now where we're at is it's like the last time we spoke she's like well I'm just not ready yet yeah and then in the next breath I said okay well are you in a relationship and she said well I'm dating and I said okay again this is which is this like clearly I know that you've cheated in past connections you've you've run from that like, here's what I know. Yeah. And now I'm questioning everything because if people don't communicate, it, we jump to the worst case scenario, yes. right? Yes. Like, and so logically I had to be like, I know this person cheated. I know this person runs and ghosts. I know this person will not sit and talk with me. So yeah, maybe all these other things happen. I know my ex did that. Yeah. I've had dreams of the two of them hooking up, which was highly oh. triggering. All my other dreams have been very close to accurate as current energy. Yeah. And they both deny it, but I'm like, why, why else would you not speak with me? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, There was conversation behind my back about how I'm bipolar. I shouldn't have my children because of the work that I do. Um, So, so it was very mirrored. So I think sometimes that's the confusion, confusing part. I was like, okay, was this just another karmic lesson? Right. Because mirrors are everybody. So maybe both of them were that. Um, And I want to believe in this person. I really do, because I feel like there was something more there, but I'm a Venus and Gemini. If you can't talk with me, there's no relationship with me. Um, I can give you space, but I keep telling people that are more avoidant. I'm like, can we just set the, the tone here? Like, Hey, I only want to hang out once a week or I'm busy working, but I'm not with anybody else. Or, or what are you concerned about? You know, I, I hold space for that, but this belief that feminine energy should be in separation for six and nine and 12 and 18 months and just let them run wild. And then one day, um, she, it's just crazy. No, I agree because I've only gotten where I am by being ready to walk away from it all a million times like every time and over those same things like you know oh you're sleeping with a bunch of people like no thank you I'm goodbye and then I would get in a relationship with someone who's treating me well and then he'd pop up like oh my god but you know and he mine is not spiritual and but on the day that like I get a new boyfriend he's like we've been partners in every life and you know and then it's like we you can't all of a sudden resonate with this today buddy that it works for you but, but I think it's it's only because I've said fuck off so many times out of a place of love for myself and 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 but I'm the same way where I'm like 
I just need to know what it is and what it isn't. So I'm in a place now where he's said, I'm working a lot. I have family stuff I have, um, you know, but I'm not talking to anyone else. And then I'm like, okay, so since September, I stopped dating anyone else and I'm not talking to anyone else. The only other man on this planet that I'm in love with, my ex-boyfriend from my 20s fucking died. I'm like, okay, spirit, these are, they're clearing, they're clearing all the space. So it's like, I mean, it was, that's all. My thing with dating, yeah or karmic like whatever you want to call it like especially with my ex I remember having a conversation because I was always honest from the moment I reconnected with my twin how I felt and I remember telling him like look the feelings I have towards her I can't explain and you deserve that too and so I don't want to be the one to date people and be like yeah this is like a because you can have chemistry right with lots Mm -hmm. of people so like sure I could do that but like to have authentic connection is so rare and so I'm in this place where like every time I'm like no but I want to date or like people want to get back I hear that too me too where I'm like oh fine you're dating well watch me I'll go date and it's like you got to get to a place where it's like you know what like it's not worth it it just hurts Mm -hmm. me and frankly they can go date all the people they want they're the ones who are going to wake up and be like, I, this was an authentic connection. You know, I don't no. wish that on anyone, but at some point the universe is going to show people like that isn't working. And, yeah. and it's just, you know, I, I want to point out real fast too, if you don't mind, I, no in problem. April, she sent me a poem out of nowhere. Of course, I had woken up from a dream with her in it one o'clock in the morning, bam, here's the poem on my phone. And in it, she, it's, it was very spiritual. I was very excited. Like, Oh my God. So she's getting it. Right. And she said something like, um, uh, well, she said something like, um, I gain my strength in being pursued, like in reference to masculine energy, mm-hmm. I gain my strength in being pursued. And I was very triggered and upset by that one line. The rest of it was so beautiful, but because I was like, this is masculine energy in all of us. We all want to be chased, pursued and desired. Yeah. And so when we have masculine energy, that is ego. If it's only them that should be chased or pursued or desired and not understanding that other people deserve that in equilibrium. Yeah. And And so that line really stood out to me. And at the end, she references the four of wands where she says, I will return to her pillars for I am whatever she says there at peace there. And again, I'm thinking, this is so beautiful. And I love this. But like, what do you mean by that? Like once we we die and like in some soul, you know, what is this? Because again, the idea of waiting energy, which I don't, it's so uncomfortable for feminines Mm -hmm. and it's not a good place to be. And what's weird too, people ask how I got into tarot literally when I met her that summer, she brought over a tarot deck. She was very into astrology. Mm-hmm. And she said, I found this. I don't know anything about it. Like I thought we look at the cards. I said, cool. Oh she left it here. Yeah. And I said, Hey, you left this here. Do you want this back? And this is what she said. I kid you not. She said, I don't know why, but I feel like you're supposed to have it. Yeah. And later I found out she got it in one of those boxes of like clothes where it just yeah. happened to be in the box. I'm like, so the universe sent you a tarot deck. You gave it to me. Now I'm reading tarot online. Mm-hmm. half the time thinking of you do you know what I mean it's like where yeah. you can't make this stuff up and so it's hard because you you get to a place where you're like I feel crazy and when yes. someone else won't talk to you about it um your only validation is is source and so I don't know how it ends um I try to keep my heart space open and hold compassion but I'm also like I'm allowed to be angry and upset by someone telling me to wait and that they're healing but yet yeah. they're dating that that doesn't make yes yeah and I was I remember being in that place and I felt the same way and now I'm in it I'm I feel exactly the same way even though he's not supposedly (laughs) you know we're trusting but that he's not dating anyone else or talking to anyone else because now it's just like he's not talking to me if I call or text him he will answer but he will otherwise go a week or two 
um, until he is at home for a day in town and has the space emotionally to connect with me, he doesn't reach out versus he used to, so there's no check-ins or anything. So I still have all this space where I'm like, I just want to dump him and move on and because I want to control it. So it's like, it's, I've just learned it's, I keep telling my clients too, it's not waiting, it's being present. So like, okay, I have a nine-year-old son that, you know, we have 50-50 placement, but I take him to and from school every day and he's, I have him every day. So like, I'm going to focus more on being present with him because I'm not good at that. I've never been, like being a mom was never really my priority. It was working full time before I was doing this, you know? And then, so like, I'm just trying to figure out like, what do I need? Do I need to clean my house? Do I need to like, what do I need to do here? I love hearing you say that transition because for me, it was the opposite. I was hyper fixated on motherhood to the degree in which like COVID, like my son, my, so I have a daughter and a son. My youngest is my son. He was born six weeks before COVID lockdowns. Mm. And I was just like nurse in 24 seven hyper mom mode. I mean, I had everything organized. Like the, I was obsessed. I was good at it, but I was so unhappy within that. And so I recognize that through this transition, I've also had to be like, I have to step into my masculine energy and go back into that work drive. And it's, it's a hard balance because there's been a lot of criticism there too, where people are like, what happened to, I'm like, well, I'm still providing for my kids. I'm getting out of a situation. I have to do that. Um, but it's what's, definitely- what's your moon sign? Uh, I'm a Scorpio moon. Oh, that's right. You said that. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm like, I've just been kind of digging into like how different moon signs mother. I was talking to my friend Adrian about this yesterday. Cause she um, is a Virgo moon. And I'm like, I have a lot of close friends that are Virgo moons and they are all hypervigilant mothers. <laughs> They're obsessed with their children. And I was like, I think being an Aquarius moon, I was but, always so detached. And I, so I, it's like, where are you moving towards? But some of that, when you talk about the Virgo, so like my North node is Pisces. Mm -hmm. So like my South node is Virgo. So the lessons I've had to learn are letting go of perfection. Mm. And see, what's funny is before my spiritual awakening, it, you, I mean, people don't understand. Like I had everything color coded. I was, I did everything I could to try to keep this idea of like, I look this and that. Um, and so now through TikTok, it's like the universe got really clear with me too. Like, no, you're going to look a mess one day. Then you're going to look done up something I never would have done. So I think I also have family and friends like freaked out. Like she's got to be off her rocker that she's just getting on publicly, which it does. Sometimes I cringe like, oh God, I can't believe I look like that online. But then I'm like, but it's raw. It's real. And so now my challenge with that Pisces North node is like trying to stay grounded. I feel like our heads go up into the clouds sometimes to the point where I'm like, I'm still on planet earth. We've got to level both. And I think sometimes masculine energy is afraid to go up into that, that really higher, like, no, I'm going to go inward and really dip into some meditations or like some other stuff, or they're afraid to do it on their own. Like I see so many clients that are like, I need whatever it is, mushrooms or things. And I'm like, I'm not judging people doing that like I swear I'm not but I also feel like this thing of like not believing you can tap in without that is absolutely not true of course I mean for me if anything I can't I'm so sensitive to anything I'm like no I have enough going on without that like if anything I'm like I have a couple beers so I can like not dream or not have visions like it's so overwhelming um but yeah that's why when I started doing because I started doing tarot during quarantine so when we got divorced I had my son like kind of I was just like the responsible parent for him all the time my ex-husband go to work but you know what I mean like I was the one that made sure he got to daycare before I went to work and like kept track of everything like when did fingernails get clipped and when did and when we split we ended up doing 50 50 placement and then all of a sudden I had all this free time 
and and it was quarantine so you couldn't really go anywhere and like i didn't know what to do with myself because i used to work in the office 70 hours a week and then i would have to parent and then i'd go to bed basically so um i joined a yoga yoga studio and some of the younger girls that were in their 20s and they watched like youtube tarot and i was like so i was just like watching it with them and i was so bored i'm like well i'll just get a tarot deck and then the first time i had it in my hands christina i was just like I've been doing this my whole life. I've just been looking for symbols to read the energy my whole life. So like I was reading every morning, like doing a divine masculine check in to see what was going on with my person because we're in separation for eight weeks. Right. So yeah. he wasn't talking to me. I'm like, well, I have these cards. So I was pulling cards to see how he felt. And then like a divine feminine one to check my energy. And I noticed on TikTok, people were pulling the same cards as me. I'm sure you've gotten those comments because it oh, it's insane. It. All the readers, we, I'm like, we don't all come together and you, you see it. It's like massive third party, then massive tower moment and this. It's like, you know, it's not made up. I know. And, and so I was like, real. I was like, well, if it's, if the cards are the same, then maybe I should just post. And the first day was like, I was in my pajamas in my kitchen in the morning before work. And like, I, I just, love it. it was the shittiest video ever. When I go back and watch, I'm like, what the fuck? And it blew up and on, and I was working during the day. I was a director of finance for Granger. So I was not like doing anything, wow. you know, and, but we're working from home remotely. And I remember my phone all the notifications and being like what is going on like while well, I was in meetings but so anyway it just happened and then and then when he came back out of that separation we immediately got in a fight so I didn't get to tell him and then we went back into another eight weeks eight week separation so it was it was like two three months later when he finally popped up I was like all right well I gotta tell you something because by this point I had been seeing private because the first day someone asked if they could book a private reading so I just set up a website and then it I was so busy yeah, back then. I was like, me, I'm like, wait, this is happening? I know, like, oh, okay. And so I was doing that any moment. I wasn't working my day job and didn't have my son. And then, so I had to tell him and he was like, you've lost your fucking mind. Like you have started a cult and you're conning all these people out of money. And uh, yeah, I'm like, well- I've had that too. People, but I was like, like if you don't it, understand. I know. And I was like, well, if I just feel like, how can you deny that any of this isn't real with us if this is happening? Do you know what I mean? Like for me, that validated my journey even more and like, and then I didn't understand how I was doing it because everyone kept saying like everything you're saying is coming true. And I was like, oh, so fucking weird. So I went and found I wanted to learn. I was going to do Reiki, but I ended up going with um, shamanic healing because there's a local teacher here who's traveled to Peru and, and Ireland and everywhere. And she teaches shamanic traditions. So I went through the whole medicine wheel to learn the ways of the shaman and I walk the shamanic path now so now I journey past lives and do shamanic healing but just I all started because I just want to figure out what the fuck was going on with him yeah and that's how and that's the thing that I think is so beautiful but also just so treacherous and sad is like you're so in love with someone or drawn to them that you're willing to go through anything to try to try to figure it out and like for me it was like I will look for astrology or tarot. It's like this, this like obsession. And, and it's, I feel like the masculine energy is like, they they just, it spooks them. I mean, I think that they know, you know, my person anyways, like every single time we'd be together or like in person, it was like this, the moment you'd feel like that piece of like, oh my gosh, this is so like, so calm. It literally, they would physically run. Like physically they'd be like, I gotta go. I'm out the door. And I'm like, I'm trying not to like, like just, we don't have to hook up. We don't have to do anything. Can we just sit in this? Can, Cause it's like, it feels so good. But sometimes when we feel that calm in a relationship, it, it freaks us out because we've yeah. never felt that. Right. Yeah. And I just remember so many, and I think that's the, the feeling that people want back. Right. 
And so, yeah, we find that on our own, but it is sad that we're at a place where it's like, we should be able to find this also within connections. And I keep saying too, if the connections are open connections, okay, but let's define what these are, you know, like, um, because, you know, a lot of the friend zoning stuff drives me crazy. You know, my person, we're just friends, we're friends. And I'm like, but there's flirting occurring, there's dancing, there's handholding, there's like, you know, definitely people hooking up at times. I'm like, to me, that's not how I treat a friend. And I know like a lot of, um, I, I, I love Aquarius. I have an Aquarius Midhaven, but a lot of Aquarius energy, it's like that vibe of like, everybody's a friend and a lover. And it's yeah. like, no, actually your desire to do yeah. that is actually your desire to learn more people. Yes. And so if you look at it as a way of like, I need to pull out sex from this because this can really hurt people's feelings and then trigger anger, sadness, rage, you know, like how do we do this in a healthy way? Um, it's hard and I don't have it's all the so answers, funny. but I, know. I mean, I'm not an angry person, but my God, if I, the, what's and I've talked to a lot of people like that. They're like, I never thought I could get to this point of, and I feel like it's just that feeling of feeling misunderstood, right? Like, like yeah. you said with your yeah. work or with love. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. You say that because, well, first of all, my person's a Gemini moon too. So we're both so, and he has an Aquarius Venus. All of my closest soul ties have had a Venus and Aquarius to match my moon. And it kind of works oh, well wow. because we're, we don't like, I don't like labels, but I have so many, so much Libra that same thing. Like I, fall in love so fast I have so many romantic partners and sexual part like it just I and they're authentic connections but I just it's like I could my friends joke I could like fall in love and connect with a rock you know but yeah. I think that for me I stopped dating with or sleeping with anyone else because of how much it hurt my person even though we don't have those labels or with that he was so he's so insecure that it was like making it was driving him mad and that's what like he would pop up on the day and be like but I just see, I got to push back a little yeah. bit. I, and I don't, I, yeah. I talk to male clients who are more in feminine energy or, or this is the situation with their counterpart. But like, for me, it wasn't that I was insecure because frankly, I was like, yeah, you're telling me you're hooking up with someone. Okay. Like have like there were one time she did this, she messaged me and said, oh yeah, yeah he was a jerk. He told me to leave. He had a new woman coming. I'm like, okay. My issue is I started to feel the sexual energy. Yeah. And it freaked me out. Yes. And when you don't realize when people are like, I I get really, I've talked to feminines like this where I'm sitting home and all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, this is dark. And I knew it wasn't my person, but like whoever they might've hooked up with, if that person was in a weird energy, those fragments are being carried. So then, yeah, I'm highly triggered. I'm like, you better get your shit under control. That's a good point. And that's, that's, and I think some male bodies are so afraid to really talk openly about what they're feeling in that, but that's what it is. And it's very scary. I had it happen. I've had it happen. Like I was driving my kids to preschool and I'm like, holy fucking shit. What is this? And like the universe will show like in my dreams and everything, if my person's being sexually active with someone Mm -hmm. and it always coincides with that energy. And so Again, for me, I think that they misconstrue that. They're like, oh, that person's not confident. They're not into sex. It's like, no, it's just, I understand the energy. And the more you can harness that energy, the more you're this clear channel. And it's yeah, it's like, it's not that I don't want to have sex or people shouldn't have sex. But like, for me, anytime I've tried to engage in that, it is this immediate energetic like yeah. thing. And so unless the masculine energy or whoever it is, both people are willing to discuss openly. And that's the hard part. People don't, if they discuss openly, then they're admitting that this connection is as valid as it 
yes. as it is. And so that's the hard part. And you can be tied to more than one person. Yeah. My karmic ex, that got freaky. He would tell me stuff like, oh no, like I was driving your car and I felt that energy that time and I had an erection. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of creepy shit is this? Like it was <laughs> yeah. so twisted and I had to really clear that. And so I do tell people all the time, I'm like, pay attention to what you feel because once you kind of harness your own energy, normally within six to 12 weeks, most of my clients are like, holy shit, this is yeah. fucked up. And so that's, that's the only true. reason I push back is because is it insecurity or is it somebody feeling energetically off in this? Because if we look at sexual energy as the highest form of, of energy we can share with someone yeah. and we're not being mindful of who we share it with, then like, who like we open up a huge Pandora's box, right? right? Um, and so it's like again, I'm like, I was all like when I met my person, I was like, oh, should I have an open marriage? Like, let's do this. Like, I'm yeah. totally open. And I I would have been the first person, like I was saying that. And my person was joking, like, I could be celibate for a long time. I'm like, I could never be celibate. Yeah. And now I'm over here over a year now yeah. of celibacy. And I'm like, I was totally in the wrong energy at that point. And yeah, I want to have sex, of course, but the sex on my own is, I talk to feminines. It, it, oh, it's, it's better. Yeah. It's insane. I'm I like, agree. you can't match this. So like, I, I don't even, you know, but it's, it, everyone's different. And so like, yeah, I hold space for that, but um, it's hard. It's like, I wish yeah. more male bodies would be more willing to discuss those energy dynamics. Cause I think they can't trust yeah. themselves. Yeah. Um, he talks. So we've talked, mine talk, he's a Gemini, but he talks a lot when he, he doesn't until he does, but um you know, on the days he's ready to talk, he talks a lot. And he said before it felt like last year at Christmas day, we had like this massive, like big moment of really clarity. I think it was our first one. And he was like, I feel like at that point there, I, there was a soul contract that we had made in a past life to like always find each other that was hurting us. And I had not found it and demolished it yet. Since I demolished that, this got better. But at that point he was like, I just feel like, I cannot live without you and but we're always going to destroy our whole lives if we can't be together and like I can't ever leave you alone but like he he explained a lot about how like um he didn't I, he didn't want me to be with anyone else oh I know what it was he had a wound where he felt like he could never he was like I've cheated on every woman I've ever been with and I'm never going to do that to you I'm not going to lie to you so I cannot be in a committed relationship with you even though I love you and you are my person because I will fucking cheat on you and I'm not going to do that to you you're the yeah. only person I'm not going to do that to and it was like that was a big deal for him so at that point I had to sit with that and I was like I respect that thank you for sharing that like yeah I don't want to be cheated on so like I love you but like let's not do this then let's just I guess we're gonna be friends and, but... and again that's that's like a self-fulfilling prophecy though like yes. yeah you've cheated but like if you can't walk through that and say I trust myself I trust the universe I trust that like if my sexual needs are not being met or I feel like cheating that because that's the other thing I tell people all the time you can commit to a relationship with someone and say yeah right now because we're rebuilding this is exclusive this is what we're gonna do yeah. But like, if I feel like I want to explore other partners in the future, if we built that trust and cultivated it, then a partner should be able to come to us and say, Hey, is this something you're open to? You know? Right. And for me, I feel like I would be open to that if it's someone in the right energy or like, yeah, I know I, I can be honest, but like right now I don't feel safe in that, like with this person, because yeah. they haven't proven that they can communicate truth and communicate like to, to provide safety Same. and trust. Feminine energy always wants safety and security. Yeah. And yeah, masculine energy wants to go out and explore, but it's like, it, it's, there's no excuse for cheating other than you're afraid to have the conversation or yes. ask. 
And so it, it's never, you're never going to cheat on a partner if you can tell them honestly, which is like, even my ex-husband, I was like, I have these feelings. Like, I don't know, like, what are we, I was very clear the whole time, but see yeah. both of them, it's like, they refuse to sit down and have the conversation. And I get frustrated and people are like, oh, polyamory and this and that. I'm like, are you really having the conversations? Like right. some people, yes, but a lot of people, they're not talking about STDs or pregnancy or like emotions or energy. They're not doing it. Yeah. And it's very superficial. And so for me, that's where I'm like, I know that I would be open to that possibly in the future if I knew I was in a secure connection. But if, if a person comes in right now, I have to know that there was trust cultivated and open communication for an extended period of time before I could get to that point. Yes. You know, and so I wish more people would think of it like that. Like when we talk about commitment, it doesn't mean what we're committing to today is what we're committed to in two years or five yeah. years or 20. We get a reframe commitment. To exactly. me, commitment is honesty, truth, clarification, right? So that, that I don't know, at least for me, I'm like, that's all I want is communication and truth. That's yeah. it. That's all I need to feel safe. And if I don't have yeah. that, you're, you're not in my life. And think, uh, and that's where I think like the old me would have, would have in those conversations, like I would have, because I agree with everything you said. I think I would have tried to talk him into that versus now all I've been doing the past year is just like, when he says stuff like that, I'm like, sweet, you'll figure it out. Love you. Goodbye. And I like, just okay like I listen and I'm like look I'm here like we I don't have to block you anymore but like I'm not going to convince you to communicate with me and I don't know if that's a disservice or a I just like have to sit in with all I feel like all I can do is my part like I'm not going to make myself crazy anymore trying to convince you that well and we that's how I feel about like out. communication I'm like all yeah. I've done is try to ask because because my friend I get it they've had a lot of stuff and I understand to the gay component of it like yeah. my person she's she's long blonde hair like you she's been presenting yeah. like I feel like that's also why it was a little bit easier to understand these dynamics because we talked a little bit more openly yeah from both female bodies but mm -hmm. talking about energy and so it is that that's her own thing I can't make somebody come out of the closet or do whatever yeah. they want to do but at the same time, yeah, I can't force someone to talk, to come to the table and have a conversation. And when yeah. people aren't going to do that, that's always going to trigger anger in me or, or frustration. And so the only way I stop that anger is to stop that trying to get someone to communicate with me. If somebody yeah. cared about me, they would talk with me. If yes. someone cared about me, they'd, they'd want to sit down and look me in the eye and talk to me about something. They don't have to commit. They don't have to provide. I mean, I talk to people all the time. I'm like, why can't you just talk? Why can't you just be like, I like me. I'm like, yeah. I work so much now. I need my space. Like, I don't want to be on the phone with you every day. I don't want to, yeah. maybe old me would have been more like that, but Same. absolutely not now. But I do want clear defined understanding of what's going on. Like, yeah. But I think they still, I think it's two separate things. Someone can love you and care deeply for you, but yeah. just for whatever reason, not be able to communicate with you at this time. And like, that's what I've had to learn. Like it has nothing to do with me. I know yeah. he loves me. I'm over like thinking he doesn't love me or doesn't care about me enough or doesn't respect me enough to check in. And I'm more just like, it's so, all this spiritual shit is so real because it makes no sense. And it's like, I just yeah. think for whatever reason, I'm supposed to have a lot of fucking time on my hands to look at my own shit. So I, so I dig into what I'm supposed to look at and Absolutely. unlock another he layer, but it's like, I don't, I don't, I refuse to, but that's also the question that. of like, everything's, everything's not permanent, but yet everything's permanent. Right. So like this idea of like, yeah, this person could need space and they love me and they care about me and like, they just can't be with me. Okay. But at the same time, I also can love this person and be like, I'm not allowing you back in my yes. energy yes. because you broke the trust there. Correct. And it sucks that it didn't line up. It sucks that that happened, but like, I'm not 
I shouldn't have to feel like I'm expected to drop everything when you decide you want yeah. to communicate. Yep. That's not fair at all. Because when I ask for that, that should be granted as well. And yep. I know we're working up to that Gemini full moon. So I feel like a lot of people, that feeling of like, do I walk towards the fire? Like, do I put out what's problematic? Do I address my role in it? Or do I just try to say I had nothing to do with that? That's you know? exactly how I feel right now. It's, I'm so glad you said that. Like, yeah. Because yeah. that's how I feel too. I'm like, I'm in that place where I'm like, I, it's not because I always ask, is it reciprocated? Is it, I want things to be reciprocated. I'm not going to give more than I'm getting. And it's like, well, what is it? And then, yeah, when he, when he pops up on a Sunday afternoon and is like, all right, I have time. And most of the time I don't drop everything. Cause I'm like, well, I have my son. And, and he's like, can you go to his dad's? Or, no, this is my night with him. So like, you either got to plan ahead or you got to you know, yeah. but it's hard. We got to this place where, because I, what you said about the running, yeah, like we got to this place where and I think three weeks ago I slept over there for the first time in two and a half years, which is people, it shouldn't be that big of a deal for people that have been saying I love you for a year, but like it is because he always was putting timers on like, because he just gets so, like, I don't even know, I can't even explain it, but yeah, like to be able to spend a whole day and like cuddling and I love yous, that was, I could, a year ago, if he would have told me I'd be in this place, I'd be like, with him, like you're fucking crazy. Cause he's, but even after that happened, then, you know, he texts me in the morning saying, I like, I love spending time with you. This was so much fun. Thank you. And like, we're good. And then I don't hear from him for two weeks. Cause like mentally he just, See, and I wish people could do, so like I, uh, Teal Swan actually mentions this way back in some of her earlier work, however people feel about Teal, but I like where she talks about this idea of like um, the buddy system kind of like where if you can sit down and be like, okay, you're anxiously attached, you're more avoidant, like that's who we are. Like, can we hold each other accountable? So like at the end of that kind of day, you yeah. say, okay, this was really great. Like you did, right? One, two, three on my clock as I say this, it's like, then you say, okay, so when can I expect to hear from you again? And this other person's like, I'm going to be really busy the next couple of weeks, but why don't I reach out to you in the middle of the month? Yeah. Um, and then they're responsible for reaching back out, right? The avoidant person. And if they do not do reach, if they do not reach out to you, then what I would suggest is then you reach out and say, Hey, you said you were going to do this. Is there a reason you didn't follow through? You're calling them out, right? Yes. And now if you reach out in between that and you're like, well, I just wish I could hear from you. And what are you doing? And are you with anyone? Then that person calls yeah. you out and says, no, I gave you the boundary of two weeks. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like this, this is how we get to that place. But like, I feel like so many people, and I understand the idea of detachment, right? Like from a spiritual concept, concept. Yeah. but I also think we're getting to a place in the collective where people are detaching so much and they're making it all about them yes. to a point where they cannot connect. Yeah, I and agree. And so this is what is just heartbreaking. I'm like, there's no point in being on planet earth if we can't enjoy one another Yes. and enjoy it. We have to kind of attach them, like children, everything else, like, we can't fully detach from our oneness, even if we're still yes. in our individual I am, you know, I energy. tell people that all the time too, because I, I was in a period where I forced myself to interact with him, even though it would trigger the shit out of me. And, and I, not, I'm not there now. Now I get triggered by the alone spaces in between, because that's my anxious thing that I have to sit with. But when I, I tell my clients, when I was in that place, Every time I saw his name pop up on my phone, I would take a big deep breath and I, I would be like, whatever he's about to say or do, I can handle. This is just a trigger. I can sit with it. I can feel myself. I don't have to respond right away. I can, I am a big girl. I can do this. And like, 
I just forced myself and sometimes it was hard and I'd be crying or I'd scream at him or we'd get in a fight and whatever. But like him and I also made a deal a long time ago that we knew we couldn't leave each other alone. So it wasn't worth a knockdown, drag out, block each other fight. So about, about, I think eight months ago, we got to a point where anytime it starts going that way, Christina, one or both of us will go, uh, do we really want this right now? Do we really want to go here? And we'll go, yeah. okay, let's take a step, step back and like, just talk about See, and it. And I love that you say that too, about like the fighting. Cause I get so pissed off when people are like twin flames do not, they never argue like that or they don't gaslight or whatever. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This so is so like- triggering. Yeah, like there's not like physical abuse and things, no. but at the same time, there's definitely words that are exchanged. And like for me, I would get so upset because this person refused to talk on the phone with me or talk to me in person. And so I felt like if they had me unblocked, then yeah, I'm going to write half of a book. I mean, it's not like a book, but yeah, I was throwing out six text messages because I'm like, the only way you're going to let me communicate is when I do this. And then, and then I was getting mad because I'm like, and now you're reading and not responding, mm-hmm. which again, I get that you want space to do that. Say that. Say, hey, I hear what you're saying. I'm going to take a few days and I will respond to you. But I don't feel comfortable responding right now immediately. This is what avoidance can do to help anxious attachment styles, right? Anxious attachment styles can say, hey, I don't feel comfortable just texting. Because for me, I'm like, I can't see your face. I don't know what your vocal tone is. I don't know if you're lying or being authentic. I feel like I'm talking to a computer, which is like not what I want. Like if I could delete texting from the planet... I I feel like I would because I'm like if we could all just talk on the phone again or in person because like I love texting but at the same time it it strips away this like peace you know and yeah yeah. we yeah that's the other thing the other deal because we've done a lot of these deals of meeting in the middle of at the time he I think it was a long time ago he knows that I don't do well if you don't answer me So he always answers my texts and phone calls and he has a very busy work. um, And sometimes it will be hours later. And if it's more than four hours, he's always like, I'm sorry, I had a busy day. But a lot of times his texts are very short. And a lot of times they are saying, Ange, I can't deal with this right now. And so I've had to learn that I at least now appreciate the response and I have to respect the fact that he always answers, but I'm not always going to like his answer. And I'm not always going to like the fact that he doesn't have the time to drop everything with me and, and soothe my nervous system. And and that's, but that's always the balance too of like, yeah, if it's not every time, like you said, okay, two weeks. Okay. But my thing is I'm like, like, again, at least in my situation, like I haven't even seen you or talked to you in basically a year on the phone. Like there's no excuse for that. Do you know what I mean? And other than the fact that this is not what's, what's wanted. And, and, and so everyone's in their different places. I know I was getting out of a karmic relationship. So was that person. Um, but I just, I just keep trying to stay in flow and trust. And, um, I know I've not done everything perfectly, not at all, but I do think sometimes it's, it's just, it's hard. Like, I just wish there's no handbook here, right? Like we're all no, learning it as no. we go. And um, I think but it's by even, the way, I wonder, yeah, that was what I was going to say. Sorry. You mentioned you're, you're more avoidant than anxious. That's the other thing. I wish people wouldn't put these labels just on one. I think yeah. people transition for sure. Yeah, I just like have. feminine and masculine energy. Cause right now I feel very avoidant, like more avoidant than I've ever been where I'm like, yeah, I threw off some texts, but then I immediately, I blocked them. I was like, I'm done. I, I completely, I'm not dealing with this right now. And I know that like, it's staying on block, like I, at least yeah. for now. And people will say, oh, that's not fair. This not, I'm like, no, I'm, I, I, I know I have to do this for me right now. Yeah. Um, and so it's a hard thing, right? Cause I was like, I tried, my needs are not being met at all. I can't keep sitting in limbo. And I also don't want to send the text. I'm like, I gotta, 
deleted yeah. the number. Like I'm done. Like literally I don't have this person's number. I don't have no idea what it is. Yeah. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud but. of you too. I mean, it takes that. Sometimes it is just knowing what you want. I have, cause I, you know, I met him and then we, whatever, but I called in soul ties. So like I dated a whole bunch of people in the past two years and all of them were soul ties. And some of them I had past life healing, like past life relationships with that I need that needed healing. So like, I, I you know, I've just been sh going through all these layers of trauma over the past few years. But um, one of them, like literally this boyfriend I had this summer, which was the most triggering. This is when I had to stop dating because it triggered my person, my, my twin person was like, are you serious? You've literally got a whole ass fucking relationship. We introduced our kids. Like, cause it was just so easy and it was such a good fit. And he was like, you, you, this is not your person. We're just person. I don't know how you're going to go like marry someone else. What are you going to do? But I literally at that point, this man was really nice to me. He treated me so well. He was present. His boys and my son all got along so well. It was easy. But most of the nights, if I'm being honest, I was going over there to sleep over because when I was there, I didn't think of my twin. I yep. literally- and that's what, But that's killed. what I call out masculine energy on. Yes. And same with my person. You can avoid feeling the energy if you're in another sexual partnership. Yes. And so for me, I've gotten, so there are times where I've literally been like, God, I'm about to go on a day nap and just go fuck somebody to push this away mm -hmm. because it is unbearable. And I, I'm yeah. like, if once you pull away from that, you really start to feel it depending on how long you're, now if you're talking, it might be a little different, but if you're in total full-blown separation, it's like the waves of anxiety or anger or like this or that. And you're like, that's not mine. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can avoid it by another connection. And it's just so frustrating. Cause I'm like, this is not, it's like your person. Like, yeah. that's how I felt. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? And like me, I'm like, I don't want to bring, and I'm not upset with you at all. I totally get it. Everybody yeah. does this, but like, I love that you bring that up openly. Cause I wish more people would discuss that, yeah. especially from like, um, cause like I have so many clients like that. They're like, well, no, that person, or they left or they're in another connection. So now I'm going to go date and do this. And then months later, they're in the <coughs> same boat where they're like, I yeah. know it's not my person but now I feel like we intertangled our lives in some way or somebody gets pregnant. Do you know what I mean? Like yes, these things yes. happen. And I'm like, yeah, that's another karmic cycle. Yes. And so we can tell ourselves yeah, we had to learn lessons. Absolutely. But it's like, I'm just like, I feel like I'm probably like a loser in some way that I just like, I'm like hunkered down. Like, I mean, I no, go out, like, I have friends yeah. that I meet, but like, I have gotten to this place where I'm, I'm like terrified to like, I don't want to use anybody. Right. Yes, like that's how I knowing, feel too. Yeah, that I have this other connection because for me, I'm like, it just doesn't make, it, I, I can't get it out of my mind and I could pretend and avoid for sure. Yes. But that's not fair to that person. They deserve that kind of love. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, they do. And the other thing for me was that, so all of the, you know, like how you're saying like, oh, people are like, oh, it's like fighting or abusive or sometimes people confuse like some of the triggering things that twins say to each other as narcissism when it's really yeah. it's not it's just a trigger so like some of the shit my my person has my twin person has been saying to me this whole year was about grounding and being more responsible with like paying bills cleaning house doing things for myself because i was kind of princessy and um i didn't like it and it was triggering for me right every relationship i got into with other people guess what the conversation would be towards the end when they wanted to talk about it, it was about them bringing those same things up that he had been saying yeah. so i ended up leaving every relationship very abruptly like Okay, I remember the last relationship too. I was like, well, if we're gonna fucking talk about my budget and about the fact that I have a cleaning lady and like all these things, like 
if I'm going to talk about that with anyone, I'm going to work it out with dude, not with you. So like, you know what? You're right. This isn't a good match. Goodbye. Let me get all my stuff out of your house and I'm going to go. Well, and everybody (laughs) has different like traumas and triggers. And like, I'm not going to like openly discuss like what my person's like trauma has been, but I will say I hold a lot of space for anyone, masculine or feminine energy with any type of trauma related to like physical abuse or sexual trauma or anything like that, because that's kind of why we go through these cycles again, where like cheating, for example, that can be a great one where we have lineages or family that cheated, or we grew up around that. And so we perpetuate these, you know, repeated yes. cycles. And it's like, how can we consciously <clears throat> recognize what we're doing and try to like do the opposite? But I love that you said yes. it because that's what karmic lessons are, right? You're always going to be shown what you need to fix, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, and for me, I know the universe is like, you have a clear vision with your work and you've, you've got to keep going. You can't, because yeah. for me, it's hard to be your own boss. It is. <laughs> like, I hate it sometimes. <laughs> it's great, but it's awful. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. I was like, this morning I was messaging you. I'm like, I think I have a cold. Should I cancel? Should I? I'm like, no, I know I've got to get this done. This is so great. This is so important. Like, yeah. and I have clients the rest of the day, but it is hard. Cause you want to be like, I'll just move this or that. And I know I like but the bulk of my work is from going live too and like sometimes I just don't want to and I've had to learn I have to just push myself to like not just watch the crown all Friday night and like get up off my ass and go live and do readings because like that's where the bulk of my income is too and I put my day job back in November and it was primarily so I could be home for my son and get him to and from school and like be present you know but but this has been such a gift but yeah like I still gotta fucking do it and like I got to stop being so princessy now and where I can take, I have time to clean my own house. I'm here. I have time now. It's just things you know, I couldn't do before. I love that you were saying that because so like my extended terascopes I do and things like that, like mm-hmm. me as an Aries son, it's actually like, I love getting dressed up, but at the yeah. same time, I'm someone that like, I could walk around with like no makeup on and whatever and not give a shit. And a lot of the universe keeps pushing me like, no, you need to be more dressed up. You need to be more princessy. But like, I do feel like a lot of the air sign, like Libra, Aquarius, Gemini, <laughs> it's like, they're getting hit like some of the the Capricorn of like no you need to like go into the other side of it like and I tell people I'm like think of I know it's kind of like stereotypical but like really this idea of masculine and feminine energy like Mm -hmm. can I be super princessy one day and the next day can I just be like I don't give a shit I'm gonna sit on the ground and like you know like can we embody both because that's that's a vibe like that's what I'm here for and I know coming out as a lesbian has been interesting looking at lesbian culture like masculine femme And that was hard for me too at first because I had this picture of like what lesbian culture was, right? And TikTok helped me with that too. Like, no, you can have them presenting lesbians. You can have this and that. Everybody has both energies. Like, don't put labels on this. And um, and even me was saying I'm a lesbian. Like, I don't, I don't like like if I was going to be in a close intimate partnership, it would always be with a woman. Like, I am way more into women, but that doesn't mean like I wouldn't be with a man. I just right. You know I what I mean? Like, I think mean, kids, be like, I just like hooking up with someone. Like it wouldn't be like I know. Being with you. I but think yeah. the kids call that demi demisexual because I consider myself that where <laughs> you, you have for... a pref- you have a preference. Like I I'm probably like bi, but I I have a preference on dating and being in intimate relationships with men. Like, and I think you're the same yeah. way you're saying women or you're I love yeah. and I didn't so I didn't know this. I know there's about... so many labels now. I'm like, I don't know, I just am like whatever. I, I know. Am. I didn't I know our like my generation, I'm like, we were like trying to transcend labels and then Jen. Z is giving labels to everything, so it's confusing me. But well, how old are you? I, so I turned 34 this year. I'm a lot older. I'm 43, but yeah. 
Oh my gosh, you look so young, girl. I know, I know. It's I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be relatable. I feel like that's my. But well, yeah. you're, you're in the young forever. We like reverse age as we awaken. I mean, that's my thought. Yeah, and the, the, honestly, I did so much healing, and I did EMDR therapy to um, deal with childhood trauma from this life before I found this I've path. I've heard a lot of people say that. I've never done it, but I've heard a lot of people say good things. Work. It was beautiful work, and like dealing with mom wound stuff. But um, I, like on my 40th birthday, when I was doing is when I found EMDR. But I left my husband, and I left. Um, um, like I went no contact with my mom for a year and a half during this journey. And during that time, I felt energetically like a 20 year old again, because I never really got to make my own choices. And yes. in my, in my, you know, pur purview anyway. And so like I was hanging out with people in their twenties during that time, because that's, I related to them maturity wise more. And like, and I was just starting to like it. So like most of the people that I'm friends with, it's funny right now. Like all my best friends are like 32, 33, 34 right yeah. now, because I think and I've been hanging out with a lot of now. younger people too. But I also think a lot of younger people, like younger souls, like they actually are getting these concepts mm -hmm. like much earlier. Like, yeah, they're younger, but like they're, they're open, they're mature. Like I, I can't get over some of the clients I have. They're in their college dorm rooms. Like no, let's discuss. Like, I'm like, yeah. Had I been sitting in a college dorm room, <laughs> like discussing healthy relationships on a with a tarot reader instead of just getting drunk and like, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, my life would be very different. And so I, I just get in this mindset where I'm like, yeah, age is just, you know, it is a number in that way. Um, but it's just, it's fascinating. And so I, I could talk all day. Like, I love this. Thank you so much. Um, I know. I want to say one more thing too. And I know I want to yeah. wrap up, but so I didn't know until we were emailing, um, that your twin was a woman. And I just, I didn't know that part of your story. And I was so like, oh my God, I, I love this because a lot, I have a very large client base that are in same sex relationships to women. Yeah. And a lot of them are demisexual or bisexual. And like, this is a big, I, th I feel like half my collective. So yeah, I just was like, oh my God, I had no, so I didn't know that was part of your story. So I love that. That's been a big argument that. between our journey too, is like, she, she constantly is like, she very quickly was like, no, I know you're my twin and all of this, but it was then this constant, like, I'm not gay. Yeah. I'm not bi, but I'm like going back through the stories. And even she would share of like, she'd hooked up with women and this and that throughout the course of her life. And, and so for me, as I was untangling this, I had to realize in talking to people that were actually gay or bi, they're like, the fact that you're even considering it or that you hook up with people of the same sex or opposites, what same sex literally means that you are bi in some yeah. way. Like yeah. it does. That's it. It's defined. Like there's no such thing as not being. And so again, I, I when I went on a retreat, it was last fall. Um, it was with a hundred women in the hills of Texas. I had no clue how I got there. I was like, what is going on? There were shamans and this and that. It was amazing. Yeah. But I remember being there and this one woman kept talking about that idea of skin suits and like souls. Yes. And she was like, we are here to strip away this identity of whatever it might be, you know, like sexual identity or appearance, or like, can we take that away and see the soul? And so for me, that was a really big breakthrough as well of like, no, this has been a part of me for a long time. And this is where I feel safer is in yeah. relationships like that. And so, so yeah, but it's amazing. I have a lot of clients like that, where they'll be in an actual relationship or married or dating. And then suddenly one of the women is like, no, I'm straight. And they run yeah. and they're like, well, clearly you were just living with a woman or hooking up with them or in this condition. Like, I guess suddenly it's like, and so yeah, can that be openly defined again, right? Yeah. If there's still this desire to be with someone of the opposite sex. Um, but yeah, with clients, it's very, very fascinating. Same with men. I find it to be the same thing. Um, a lot of my clients are gay or bi or yeah, demisexual, yeah. whatever we want to identify with. 
Yeah. Um, but it's hard because it's painful for me. Cause I'm like, okay, if I, cause I think that a lot, a lot of the feminines I talk with do, I'm like, if I were a man with a house with two kids, with this career, if I were a man, would you be with me? And I feel like that's the line mm. that I cannot, like, I swear to God, this woman would have at least dated me or been with me or talked to me. Something mm. would have changed. And like, I can't change that. Right. This is this life. And yeah. we've had other past lives where I was a man or she was a man. Yeah. We also, we were gay priests in Mexico. That was one. Oh, I, love like, that. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? Like we could never be together. It was so clear, uh, had similar dreams of like gold around that time. Yeah. And so it's just interesting when you go back through it, I'm like, of mm-hmm. course, we're still playing out the stupid gay, you know, like yeah. dynamic. And I don't, I'm sure you might know, but Pixie, you know, who did the um, artwork for the Rider Waite deck in okay. tarot. So yeah. like Rider Waite, you know, came up with the logical idea. He commissioned this woman named Pixie and she's a, was a black queer artist. Mm-hmm. So she did all the little intricate artwork, but here's the kicker. The story goes that she was in love with his wife, a white woman, and they could not be together. And so she actually, Pixie gifted the wife, like four tarot cards that are not traditional tarot. They're just artwork. And it's of like two girlfriends, like at like a party outside and they're just looking at each other fondly, like these cute little, like, I never heard I this. love it. Oh my God. Oh. I've had dreams of like Pixie. Um, yeah so beautiful and and so it's just interesting because how I was gifted tarot and like when I rework back through the cycles we repeat lifetime after lifetime yes and it's sad for me that we're in you know 2022 and I'm like are people still afraid to like come out and it is it's still scary we see it all over the world um yeah there is definitely a block there but but yeah I love that with your clients too um I know there's a lot of that I, I do have one in particular that I've done a lot of shamanic healing on that I'm thinking of that she had she had wounds with her person her twin going way back to like biblical times where they yes, and, and and all different genders just like you the stories too but I think everyone has their core wounds the shaman believe that everyone has their core wounds from past lives like their main three or four hooks you know and then we pick a family that has the same ancestral wounds in their DNA going seven generations forward and back. So like a lot of my clients who are in these have that wound of like the, um, the gay wound or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And it's been throughout time, but then you pick a family who also is like, has fucking problems with that too. Versus like, I have a family that, that nobody yes. cares, you know? Well, in my family, it's like when I, so I came out and I had told her that like, that sort of like, no, I kind of told my dad this and that. And it was like this weird thing where as I told my family, I feel like they just thought it was part of my mental, like, breakdown yeah. <laughs> like like the other day I said something in my family I don't know my dad my mom but he said something like well we know you'll like have another man here in like a year or whatever and I said how many times do I got to tell you that I'm gay like do yeah. you know what I mean because it's like yeah. even if I was ever with I just I could not see myself ever like living with or being with a man in that way it just it yeah. it it doesn't um it's I trust the universe like I, I stay open like yeah. I skin suits, but at the same time for me it just it's not the vision I see. Um, yeah, for I feel that way about women. So I get it. I'm like, I can think someone's hot. I can like having fun with them, but I don't think I'd ever want to live with a woman like that. Yeah, you know. And that's, everyone, and that's the thing. And it's interesting that when we look at like twins, like some people, it's different religions, different distances, different ages. And yeah, I think there's a ton of twins where that's that friction of like they're here to kind of like pull this up and like you said other family members to trigger them too and that's that fear that you have to trust like no I'm I'm gonna come out and speak my truth and it's not easy and I think that's what's triggered anger in me too is like having to openly go through this and do this all and feel totally alone I mean friends family people running that that feeling of doing it alone and 
like, wait, where's anyone defending me? You know, it's like, and I, yes. I, I know that's like a self-pity victim thing too, that I need to let go of, but I'm really interested yeah. in the shamanic healing that you do. That's amazing. Where are you located? Where are I'm you in located? Green Bay, Wisconsin, but. Oh my, my gosh, you're in Wisconsin. Shut up. That's a. Wait, where are I'm you? Not gonna do this. My twin, my twin. That's so funny. Okay, are they anyways. in Green Bay? Are they in Wisconsin or no? I don't know where they are today. But anyways, <laughs> I'm in Indianapolis. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, last I heard my twin's still in Indy. But that's really funny that you're in Wisconsin. I am. I'm from Milwaukee originally, but I moved up here on um, the first week of quarantine for a job that I'm not at anymore. But like, yeah, I'm in Wisconsin, but my whole practice is virtual. So I do shamanic healing in Zoom because I can work on people energetically on the table behind me while you lay down on your bed and with a camera on you. So like, oh, that's, that's how I do it. And which is great because I don't like touching people. <laughs> like, isn't it, isn't it amazing how the internet works though? Because at first I was like, this doesn't make sense to be able to tap in, but it's so real. Like me, I can smell things a lot. Like I'll be yeah. on a call and I'm like, I, I literally like, there's a candle. The other day I was on a call with a guy. He's in his truck. He's like, I don't know. This woman told me I'm supposed to talk to you. And you know, he's a really nice guy, but he just, you know, typical, not who you think would be getting a tarot reading. And I said something, I said, I don't know if it's my cat or you, but I want to let you know, I smell a fart right now. Yeah, just like look and I was like we're gonna go on but I knew I was I like God you. was like we're gonna show him uh, but it happens all the time with me yeah clear sentience like, yeah at first I thought I was nuts but through the internet I was like oh this is so cool so yeah that energy that you can do or yeah you can because the only part that the, it's cooler in person because the shamanic healing stuff like you I use drums and rattles so my teacher also studied a lot with the Lakota people in South Dakota she had a lot of past life ties to them so she they actually initiated them her in their ways which is cool um but like that in the Peruvian tradition like the rattling and the drumming and all the smudging it does help um loosen up all of the dense energy so you can release it but it feels really nice in person the smells and the that's but it still works over, over i'm like time. i want to do i want to do some more stuff in person but i'm also like at this place where it's like i know i gotta work 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 I right know. now i gotta follow you on youtube too because i i have my youtube channel which i'm behind on right now for the extended show, i've been so. trying i'll be honest i've been see i don't do the extended i've been thinking about it but i've been thinking of, so i've been posting shorts on youtube since they created them and i just started doing like original recordings on top of TikTok. I also started doing original ones on reels on um on Insta lately and like now I'm getting traction there too because I'm like I just don't want to if TikTok yes. dies I want to be able to keep working so I just kind of try to post everywhere yeah. now. Yeah and that's kind of how I've been although Instagram has been like a, a a challenge because it was like all the personal you know high school friends and family oh. all of this and so like when I started really posting over there it's like the energetic like I could feel the the kind yeah. of kickback and it's still good like I know that it is but it's the same with TikTok it's sad that it's not there's not more security in this because it is your business you know yeah. it's like me with me being locked out that accounts it's in limbo I can't get yeah. in I can't post but I can't take it down either yeah but so look at like, now you like you said now you've got all this new growth and that's why I had to yeah. start a backup because I kept getting well because the way I taught I'm so vulgar so like I'm on live I kept getting banned and so yeah. I have a backup for when I get banned now that has like five you know four thousand followers but it's I don't know it's I don't I, and I love learned, that too I hate when people get mad about that like you can't be spiritual and cuss I'm like <sighs> Yeah. Can you stop. Like get over yourself. Yeah. Even in the Bible, we got the God being like, you, you, I think one of the lines that you perverse and ignorant generation, how long shall I stay with you? It's yeah. like Matthew 15. It's one of my favorite. Like, I'm telling you, like the idea that you can't be intense and forceful. Yeah. It, it, no. 
No. Well, and plus, like, no. I always, I mean, I've done stand-up comedy. Like, for me, oh, the I comedy part is part of my shamanism. Like, it's a bit. And my readings are a bit. But it's also real. But, like, why can't it yeah. be funny? And make, laughing shakes up dense energy. Like, laughter is joy. Absolutely. And that's part of God love, too, and light. Like, so, like, just embrace all of that. But yeah. so you have a kind of a witch wound thing, don't you? Where, like, you have, like, the religious trauma and the judgment thing. And yes. I, that's not one of mine. So it's, like, I always, all of my clients and folks like you that I feel for you, but I'm, like, oh, that would suck. And I keep trying to do, so I did a releasing the witch wound last fall course online. Yeah. Um, and, oh, my God, it was so powerful. I didn't even understand the power of what I was participating in mm-hmm. um, in that. But that was when a couple months later, I was able to get on TikTok and was like, okay, I'm doing this. But yeah, I keep trying to help other people with that because a lot of my clients are like that. They're like, no, I'm afraid of tarot or like I was super religious. And yeah, I grew up religious, but then I considered myself atheist for a really long time. So I was like, I'm not religious at all, but I didn't realize how much that core wound was there. And now it's hard because some people get really triggered where they're like, you can't incorporate anything to do with the Bible or you're not spiritual. And I'm like, it's all connected in my opinion. In every is, yeah. every every religion everything and I'm like if you look at Jesus Christ it's like a badass ascendant master that yes. was like hey guys you can do this too if you get your shit together and stop just yep. coming to me you know I look at Jesus as like amazing like that and um but I think some people get really like especially with like my Instagram platform a lot of those people were grew up Catholic very yeah. religious they're like you're basically dark and literally they believe that what I'm doing is somehow slandering you know yes and I'm just like I know it's going to be okay. You know, well, like, so. I love it too. My, my teachers, one of my teachers is from um, Peru, Jose Luis, and he learned from the shaman in 1992, a couple of the shaman came out of the Andes mountains, um, the Carol people to, uh, because they knew that North America's connection to the land and spirit was um, dissipating because of the way we lived our life. We weren't giving enough offering to the land and and, and not feeding the land. Bad things were starting to happen. So they came out of the mountains to find a person to bring shamanism and the teachings to North America. And he found Jose Luis and Jose Luis ended up bringing it to a lot of people who now teach like myself and um, share that those practices, you know, with North America. But the coolest part about all of this is that in Peru, you know, they were pagan, those Carol people in the mountains for, for thousands of years, the shaman in the mountains were pagan. And when the Spanish came um, to conquer them, all of the pagan ritual sites on the mountain, they tore down, but they used the same foundation to build Catholic churches. So the shaman were like, okay, we'll integrate it because it doesn't yeah. fucking matter if you call it Catholicism or you call it whatever you can no, call it. Yeah. Not. It's still the same connection to the same spirit. So Peruvian shamanism is a blend of Catholic and pagan traditions. And so it's beautiful. And I think that's been a lot really helpful for a lot of my clients to know that and be like, oh, there's a way I can blend it and leave some of the rules um, that were meant to control or profit out, but then take the God part and integrate it, you know? Yeah. It's, it's hard. It's like, and it's like me, I feel like I have so like, you, you talk about your mother relationship, like me too, where it's like, and my father, it's like this idea of just like, I grew up in such a way where it's like, you need to look this way and you go to college and you do yes, this and like, same. this is the dominoes. And I mean, it's been a lot like me, even like I got five tattoos this year, which again, yeah. like I, my family was, just, I, I'm like, and, but I, it really made me mad. Cause I'm like, wait a second. I went 33 years not doing what I wanted to do. And yeah. I think my awakening began when I had my daughter, I decided yes. I wanted a home, um, which nobody I knew really had done, had had a home birth. And that was where it started for me. 
And I felt like I took my power back then. I was like, something about this feels really like I need to do it this way. I know it's yeah. not for everybody. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because my midwife who delivered my second baby actually just reached out to me. She's like, I don't know. I found, found you online. I haven't talked to you in a while. And she now has a twin and they're like right in the beginning stages yeah. of separation. And I'm like, who would have thought that like you're delivering my baby. And then now I'm like, well, it's going to be a journey. Of course. <laughs> you know? But like, that's how I would say, this is how we know this shit's all real because especially yeah. being behind the scenes, like you and I are in so many people's lives, it's like, you couldn't make this up. It's fucking no. crazy. No. And, and I think that's the, I think that's a scary part for a lot of people. They don't believe that like some of the darkness that goes on is really that real. I mean, yeah. there are like, obviously not all twin flames, like that's the situation, but there are a lot of like karmic energies and things like, even with me this year, where I couldn't believe like finances that were hidden from me through the divorce, straight up lies, like told, I, I never would have thought this person um, would have done these things. And um, I don't know if you know, um, oh, I forget her name. I don't know, but she, there's, there's just lots of other readers too, that it's yeah. the same thing where it's like, you know, you can't make it up. It's just, it's no, I, I love it. But that's why when you were saying like going through it alone, I think we're so lucky to have this work because I know I would have thought I was crazy. And also I would have turned away from this whole journey a million times if I wasn't tied to a clientele base through TikTok. And like, honestly, you know what I mean? Like it, it keeps yeah. me from feeling alone. And so it's a gift in that way. It is. And it makes me, it always reminds me that like, I'm not totally crazy. Like yeah, last night it was funny because one of my clients, she said, or two days ago, she described the moment that she first like hooked up with her twin. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Christina, am I crazy? She's like, there was like, I was like, oh, white light. And she's like, yeah. She's like, no, I thought I was nuts. Or I was just like, I'm probably drunk. I was like, oh, I know. Cause like, it's the same thing, like the book I'm writing. Um, and I don't know if twins experience that at the same time, but for me, oh my God, that moment, it was like, I was like, no, I was just drunk. There's no way this actually happened, but it, it's, it was, it was unreal. And so everyone has different moments where this happens for them. And like, yeah. I still, I'm like, I wish I could, I wish I could convince, I can't control, I get it. I can't control outcomes, but I'm like, I wish I could have my twin write their own book and like yes. mix the chapters. Do you yes. know what I'm saying? I do. Like that would be such a cool concept. I'm always like, yeah, but I clearly I can't dictate what they do but because it'd be interesting to see right like how someone else viewed a certain month or year within the yes. connection right from their own personal take of it it's like you go give a book to someone and I will and let them combine it and like I won't mess with it but it would be because it, would be cool. it happened to me and it's happened to so many of my clients too where they'll say like you know weeks or months later they they finally have a clarity conversation and you find out like they were experiencing all this shit too and it's like okay I didn't even like my person is not spiritual but the trippiest shit for me is and that mine I is which is what I love like that's what yeah. I think makes me more upset I'm like you're so like you see I I hate so for me having a preference in men I hate spiritual men I feel like it's yeah. too much ego and I cannot deal with it but so that's I'm true though not. too I could see that but yeah. he's he's his biggest obsession in life is hunting so deer hunting bear hunting fishing and so I love it because like oh you're not spiritual but your favorite thing is sitting out in the woods or on a lake by yourself all day for eight hours in silence okay that's spiritual like he just doesn't know yeah and that's the thing I do think a lot of people that's it's under it's understanding that yeah it doesn't have to look a certain way yeah and I think that's the hardest thing and a lot of kickback I get too where it's like you can't be angry and be spiritual you can't cry and be you can't do these all these things I'm like yes you can yeah like there's no rules can. there's no rules and that's yeah. my teacher always taught it like 
take take all the parts of all of the different people and all the different messages and make it what you want and then release yeah. your teachers because people fuck up and like you can yes. like some of my teachings but think that I'm an asshole but still take the teachings and I love that you just said that because I had someone who's a family member he's really great but like he had said something to me like well who's your mentor he was very hooked on this yeah. idea of like a spiritual mentor and I was like absolutely not I said universe is my mentor like I stay in flow state and like yeah I take pieces from people I've learned things but earlier on in the journey I understood that when I started to ask others about the twin flame journey or this or that oh my god it was so confusing and a lot yeah. of masculine energy wounded they always want to go to other people for guidance yes. and I'm like just stop just go inward for six, eight, 12 weeks, stay away from everybody else. I mean, not that you can't go out here yeah. and there, but like go inward and you're going to know the truth, you know? And yeah. then if you tell them that they're like, oh, you're trying to be controlling and tell me what to do. I'm like, no, like, I'm just, you know, it's funny. I, that's uh, the one thing I started saying like a year ago to my person, whenever he was having a rough time, I would just say, I know you, have, I know you have your own answers and you'll figure it out. And like, at, some, at one point we don't talk on Snapchat anymore, but for there was a while we talked on there and you know, on Snapchat, you can like pin comments. That's the one comment he ever pinned and he kept it there all the time. And he would tell me like that. Nobody's ever said that to me. Everyone's always trying to tell me what to do or like, you're the first person that ever <clears throat> like said, I know you have your own answers. And that feels like unconditional love to me. And I was just like, yeah. And I think that's, that's been the hardest thing for me was it was like when I realized this person wanted to be in other relationships or date other people or whatever, I was like, okay, like, you know, that night yeah. where she's like holding my hands, like I'm about to go hook up with this person. Like, clearly it's killing me inside, but I'm like, okay, like I'm yeah. not, all I said was like, don't you think you're worthy of like dinner or something? Yeah. Like, don't you think you're worthy of like something more than that? And she, she just wasn't in that mindset to be able to go there. And I understood and so, yeah, I felt like it was love in letting her go, but I felt frustrated. Like I keep saying, can you love me enough to tell me to go or stay? Yeah. Because you're, you're the in-between is what I don't feel like is love. I feel like if you really loved me, you would tell me I'm never going to be with you. Like, you know, your person saying, I know I'm never going to be able to be with you because I'll cheat on you. It's like fully let me go then. Yeah. Or let's talk. And, and that's the energy I'm in. If I can't get that, then to me, it doesn't feel like unconditional love. It makes me question who we are for really yes. meant to be in that way. You this know? is where, but I've been there. You love what you, you'll let go what you love, right? Yes. Like, but I've been there. And then now look, then he came back and said, well, <clears throat> okay, we can't, I can't do this. You can't be with someone like, I don't, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's never permanent anyway. That's why I feel like all the labels and the controls and the explanations are just a fucking illusion anyway. So I'm just in a season of trying to sit with the not knowing and knowing it's yeah. still love, even if he can't tell me anything. <laughs> And maybe I just need to learn to self-soothe enough to be okay with all that and know that nobody's doing anything bad to me. I do have a boundary that if he were to come pop up and say he decided he's going to start dating someone else or sleeping with someone else, or if he comes back and says, you know, I thought about it and we are not ever going to be in a relationship. At that point, that would be my signal from spirit to walk away. But like, until yeah, that, that happens, and that's mine. When she said she was dating, I was like, yeah. we're not doing this. Like, I'm not yeah. engaging in that energy. But I also have a boundary now where I'm like, if you come back suddenly and you're like, I want to be with you, this and that, it's like, yes. What, what am I? I mean, I guess like in theory, she's gotten out. She can be like, I didn't want to come out as gay. Like, I'm like, she's actually got a pretty easy out here. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know that I could trust that, right? Because it feels like, and then that's yeah. a block probably I hold, you know, because then I get in that place, feminines do, where we're like, are we not forgiving? Are we holding on? Are we being too petty? But it's like, at, at some point 
you can only make somebody or ask that they wait on you for so long before you lose it. It's like a job, right? Like if, yes. if you get offered a great career opportunity tomorrow and you don't take it, then it's going to go away. Yeah, it will. It's so, in yeah, that's a good, it's, I, I just saw there's this other creator that I don't follow and a lot of her shit doesn't resonate with me, but I think she's like a twin flame person. I think her name's like Heather B or something, but okay. she, she was talking in this content about how like divine feminine is supposed to be like a butterfly, like where things just land and you don't close around them. You just like stay open and let them like land and go away and like come, let things come in and go out like money and people. And I'm that is like, no, that, so that I would see as like part of our energy. Right. But we all have yeah. both. And so I, this is where I don't, I don't, yeah. I'm not going to do that. I'm like, no, I know I'm not going to be the person you come into to like screw or fuck or hang out with or dump your emotions on. And yes. then you leave and you don't show up for me when I need it because you need that landing spot too. Right. Yeah. And that's the problem. They're not providing that for you. And, and that's where I get very defensive. Reciprocity. Yes, we all need this. We all need to be pursued. We all need to be chased. We all want both things. Yeah. We all need space, but also attention. That. And so I keep telling people, I'm like, stop looking at it as their masculine or their feminine and start saying I'm embodying both. Like right now both. I'm in my masculine energy for sure. But I recognize that I've been in like healed masculine energy I've been tempted with a lot of the wounded stuff like a yeah. lot more the last few months it's been like oh do I want to go out and party do I want to date like I've, I've really been struggling with some of this more wounded masculine Same. side yeah. and now I'm like no I'm stepping into work and like what does it look like to show up for my children in proper masculine yes. energy and like like you said all these things and same with wounded feminine. We all have to go through that wheelhouse. But yeah, I disagree with stuff like that completely. I think that that is how we put ourselves, especially in female bodies at risk in allowing people that. to do that. I think that that's completely a risky behavior. Set. I think it's like, it's a practice that sometimes, but yeah, you have to balance it out. And that's what even in shamanic fire ceremony, we bring the fire and we balance the masculine and the feminine at the same time in each chakra. Like, cause you have to be yeah. able to do both, but I, that's where I'm like, I don't know, maybe there's a season though, that we're working more on feminine. Like, so some people need to hear that, but then no, when the boundaries are really smart too, and you have to pay your bills and like keep a roof over yeah. your head. Well, it, exactly. And that's where we got to, I just, I just feel like this idea of detachment has gotten kind of out of control. Like, I, I like, would agree. I mean, that's kind of how I feel anyways. Like I was thinking about it today and I'm like, yeah, like I want to be like, I'm detached from the world and I can just like float around. I'll just run through the red light. Like, you know what I mean? Like who really cares in the grand scheme of things? But I'm like, it does matter if yes. I run the red light. It does matter I if I get a ticket. It does matter if I don't pay a bill. And again, that's that masculine energy. When we get way up in the yes. clouds like that, we have to identify we're in our feminine energy. We're way up in the yeah. upper chakra energy. When we come back down to that grounded work, because I would have been the one saying that like six months ago. I'm like, yes. none of it matters. Let's float away. Yes. And now I'm like, you know, it all matters. We need to refocus, Christina. Um, oh, I, I feel like you. I'm getting into like dad mode. No, I love like you. That that so resonates because that that is my problem. Like, and I got sick with COVID during the clip season, and I had a dark night of the soul. And I was like, holy shit, I've been up here preaching all this feminine shit and being in this feminine energy for so long that I don't have a savings. <laughs> So I'm sick and now I can't pay into my bills. I got to tap into my financial guy and be like, pull some money out. Like I need to get back to basics on, I can't be all divine feminine all day, every day. I can't. And, and that's also our partners. Like we need both. Right. Yes. And most of us were in, were in karmic situations mm -hmm. where it was 
opposite. Like for me, it got to a place where initially I'd worked in a relationship. I had a great job in HR, like all of this. But as I had babies and children, it turned into like, I I stayed home for a couple of years and then he was doing this and it was very that traditional like gender roles. Um, And so it's like, how do we reintegrate both? And that's what we're learning to do on our own. Um, but yeah, the, the ego of masculine energy to believe they're the only ones to be pursued. They're the only ones to be desired that they can come and go as they please, that your feelings don't matter and that they punish you. If you express frustration, anger, or sadness Mm -hmm. at feeling rejected is completely their own. I don't even know what to call that. If they cannot recognize that consciously and heal that, then it's like, they have no business around these feminines. I mean, it's how I take it. And I yeah. know that sounds harsh. No, I like, needed that today. I feel like people need to <laughs> set the bat. And I tell people, that's what I call release. Like being honest, being like, this is what I'm looking for. And for me, it's like, it's sad. Cause I look at my person who's really into astrology and like, she gave me the tarot deck and I'm like, my God, like talk about a powerhouse. Like she, we could have done a lot here, you know, like not just with the relationship. Um, but I know, I don't know if you ever watched Teal Swan's documentary on Netflix. It, Okay, people take this, it's basically, is her thing a cult or not? And so yeah, people kind of like, about that. but the thing I took from that more than anything was her relationship with her twin. He works with her, right? And they're trying to be open and like they can date other people and have sex with other people and all this. He ends up getting to the point where the new karmic, right, is threatened by Teal. And so mm-hmm. he's choosing the karmic, he leaves. And at one point she goes off on him as like, you're coward, you're weak, you're not seeing the bigger picture, right? Yeah. And people call her narcissistic or mean, but I, I watched it a few times and I thought she's totally right though. This journey is bigger than love. Yeah. And when you see that, then that's your focus. I mean, and I have a, I have a stellium in Capricorn. My Mars is in Capricorn. Like yeah. I am like the ultimate warrior of like, I won't stop when it comes to like, especially my spiritual work. And so I recognize that for me, my choice is serving the collective over a relationship. And I think some mm-hmm. of the masculines, they're not making that choice. They're too afraid of that. Um, for them it's relationships over that and so I respect that you know but for twin flames I do I do tell them I'm like if you want to try to work with your twin or be in and out and wishy-washy that's how it ultimately kind of ends and it's really sad to see because I felt like she was forced into the more spiritual side and he kept anchoring into like the money and like the background stuff yeah and me if I think of twins working together I would think they would both be at the same energy right we're like they're both channeling they're both doing this they're floating between that energy beautifully. And I know that might be just a big fairy tale dream of mine that yeah. I'm romanticizing, but I think ideally that would be like the jackpot here, you know? Um, yeah, I've noticed the more I I actually focus on the work and shed, so does he. And like, so like yeah. now it's like he's dealing with, he's Capricorn's son and he's obsessed with work. Like his career is such a, and so he's built this world where everything revolves around his duty to work. And it's a daddy wound work thing because it's uh making my father happy through work thing. So like, but I, he's, all of his work has been around looking at his relationship with work and his dad since I've been doing this other work. So it's like, but it's interesting. I think that as you heal the the counterparts heal, even if it's in a different place and, and it does because we do enough work to be able to hold more space and not freak out and scream at them all the time. And like, that also makes things better. There's a balance, you know? I know. I'm just like, yeah, the freak out and scream thing. It's like, and I laugh because I'll be at a place where I'm like, I'm not texting, I'm not reaching out. And I literally, the only reason I did during eclipse season was because I kept having visions of someone being beaten up. And yeah. I was very like confused. Is this my collective or is she back in like a, because yeah. she's in an abusive cycle? And I was really worried. And it was like, 
there was response, but then it just triggered just rage within me. Like, what is going on? Like, you are not going to sit here and be like, oh yeah, we have past lives, girl. That's what she said. You know, we've had many lifetimes together. I'm just, you know, you're more mature. I'm more a young energy. And I'm like, bitch, I want to be a young energy too. Like, can we balance this? I, I don't want to have to be the mature one all the time. Like, and I think that's the other hard thing. When you look at energy like that, being silly, being goofy, being all these things, if you look at it as tied, yeah, we get stuck in like this idea of I have to be responsible and they don't or this yeah. or that. It's like, you both get to be both. Yeah. But when we're pulling on each other's energy, whether in person or in separation, um, it gets hard. It gets nasty almost like, um, yes, it does. So it's like, can we all just, you know, take accountability for our own, but I know I love you. I could talk to you all day. I know I, love you I know you have clients, but this has been great. Like, honestly, you are basically exactly like how I thought you were going to be, because I think you. in your, a lot of your one minute clips or like the times last year where there was like, there was one night that you, oh no, I did want to ask. One oh night. God. One night that you were like, there was a video where you were like drunk and yelling, like, but and you didn't have all your clothes on or something. And then you deleted it when you woke up in the morning. But oh, I'm sure it did. This, but oh, I was, I'm sure. Yeah. I was like, I fucking happened. love her. I love her. Because I, and that's the thing too. Like, I get a lot of kickback for that. But like, I also think like, that's real. One though. of those things where like, people that. have to see this. Yes. Yeah. And like, I get mortified with it too. Like, oh my God, I don't want to show don't. this. But then I get so many people that are like, no, I needed to see that side because it is hard and it is totally lonely for me. And yeah, I'm going to go out and have a few drinks or I'm going through this or that. Or like, the, the stress alone, like, I've been under. I mean, I've gone. Like, I, I don't think it's like my book will have more details on this, mm-hmm. but the actual layers of what's occurred for me and it's such a short time of just lies and deceit have been unreal. And like, yeah, I get frustrated because I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll just get on my phone and do another freaking post. And, you know, it's, it's hard um, because that's the thing, right? People see one snippet of you and that's who they think you are forever, or that's, that's who you are. And it's like, we do that with people and it's sad. And that's what I think masculine energy a lot of times does, right? They're like, oh, they were drunk. They were angry. They were upset. See, they're an issue. And I'm like, if I took your whole life and put it online, if yeah. we took that, like that wouldn't be all pretty either. You but know? maybe, but if one person, here's the way I see it. If one person sees that one thing and gets triggered by that and then acts like a Karen or whatever they do with it, maybe they needed that experience. So I'm like, you're yeah. welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. And that's how I feel too. It's just, it's hard because the trolls like online it's it's real that energy of like I know. like I that Dax song Joker is like my favorite anthem every time I'm like I don't want to post it I'm sick of being made fun of or whatever like I don't know if you've heard that song but mm-hmm, oh my god that. that is the anthem Joker by Dax it is all about like fuck all you online haters like it's it's incredible. Um, I love music by him, but yeah, so I'm going to keep going. You keep going. Um, I think you're refreshing just keeping yourself. And I would never, like, I know I said that, like, while I'm laughing while I was telling that story, but it's just because I loved your authenticity in that moment that we have to, sometimes we have to laugh about that stuff, but being ourselves, like keep shining your light because honestly, it's what makes people, it's all part of the journey. We all have our, our parts in the journey for everyone. Right. And we don't even understand it. You know, I know it is weird. Isn't it being online though? Because you're like, you know, people see you, but like, you don't understand the gravity of like, like, for example, the other day I went to go vote with my kids. And one of the, um, one of the women that was there, she lives in my neighborhood. Like it's been one of those, like, you know how people kind of like act like they're your friend, but like they secretly, you know, they're, they think you're whatever. And so she was there and we ran into each other, hadn't seen each other in forever. And she's like, how are things? I'm like, great, great. And it was like, I could hear like trains. Like I knew basically the universe, like do not engage with conversation with her. But, you know, here I am trying to get out with my kids and like not do this. 
And as I'm walking by, I'm like, well, throw me a sign here. Help me get out of this. No joke. A random woman walks over. I've never met. And she's like, oh my God, are you Ginger Mama? And I'm like, hey. And she's like, I didn't meet you in person. She's like, I live it. I didn't know I lived in your neighborhood. And like, she gives me a hug right in front of this other woman who clearly is like, wait a second. And, and then she says to me like, oh, so you're going to stay in the house with the divorce and everything. I'm like, yeah. And clearly, I guess I have a random follower in my neighborhood. You know, it's like this feeling of like the universe was like, no, we're going to show you, Christina, like your yeah. hard work is paying off, you know? Yes. And it is, it is strange though, to feel like that. Cause I didn't ask for this. You know what no, I mean? Like I, didn't either. I ever wanted to be publicly no. in the limelight. I, I still am like, I think people think that you want to be though, right? They think it's all ego yeah. and you're like, no, it just took off. And I know I'm helping people. And so I got to keep doing it. And there's that, no script. You're the no. same way you talk. Like, yeah. we're not sitting here with like notes and like planning this out or anything. It's just real. I never even do a second take. And that's why like, it, like these Very podcasts rare. are like, I just yeah. one straight shot and I'm done. And it, I don't, cause I, I don't care. <laughs> But yeah. the funniest thing for me, and I'm sure this happens for you, when you get on a Zoom one-on-one with a new client, and like, have you ever had people be like, "Oh my God, I'm so excited to meet you." I was like, it's "I know, so weird. Yeah, I'm it's so this. weird." Or they're like, "Freeze," and I'm just like, "Yeah, it's just me." Hi, <laughs> like it is when it first. It, it's like uh-huh. it's sweet, but then it's also like this. Like to me, it almost makes me feel kind of like sick. Like, like I know, I, I don't like it either. And I feel like a lot of feminine energy. That is how they really authentically are, and that's why they're being gifted these large platforms and like careers is because they're authentic. They weren't out there like, I want to be top dog and I want to this and that. Yeah. It's like this real feeling of wanting to help others on their journeys. And so, yeah, yeah I just love it. I got it. I got to get like a shirt though. Like, didn't you have t-shirts that said like, don't text I'm wearing one. And yes, so funny. I, I never I, wear them. Don't fucking take it. I got it. I got to get one. It's, I'll say, I have, I use the website Printful because they do all the fulfillment and you can integrate it with like a Wix website or anything. So, like, I don't have to do anything, but I know I, I, people you ask gotta for get, it, so. send me the, if you don't mind, send me the link because I want to get one that says, I'm not trying to be cruel, but because yeah. I say that all the time. Yeah. We're like, I'm not trying to be cruel, but because, because it's like, I'm not trying to be cruel, but at the same time, some, some people, it's like, you're cheating, you're lying, you're this. Like, I love that. I know. I need to, I just stopped. So I did just like stop saying it literally two days ago. And I made a post that like, I'm not going to say don't fucking text them anymore because for me, yeah, I need to learn true. when I, it's okay to text. And for me personally, yeah. every time I say it, I'm solidifying my own avoidant neural pathway. And like, I need it. And maybe it's time for people to like get a grip and figure it out for themselves. And I love that you say that. And like, for, but see, I do think there's opposite energies there where like, yeah. Yeah. Like some people it's like, for me, I really need to not text because yeah. every time I reach out, it's, it's not getting me anywhere. And for me, I'm like, it only is ripping me apart because yes. I can't take the whole, like I'm reading your text and not like acknowledging your existence. Like to me, I'm like, you could like it. You could say, Hey, let me think about this and get back to you anything. But the fact that you're just totally ignoring my existence, I can't, I, that's what yeah. I hate about text messaging. I'm like, it's a choice. Yeah. It's a choice to have your phone in your hand that you know people are on all day, every day. Yeah. yeah. And to do this. And so yeah, I just how does that not trigger like pain and, and frustration? And you know, it's like I, know. I just it's, it's a whole yeah. layer. It's a whole layer. I finally I'm finally at a point where it doesn't bother me, but it used to 
a lot and it still does but i have to just observe it more but i i also st just started during eclipse season ignoring other people's texts i've never been able to do that my whole life and now i do and yeah. it feels really good and i do too if it's certain people or like i i'll leave it i won't read it and then when i do read yeah. it i'm like oh sorry i'm just getting back to this i actually got a new phone number um a few yeah. uh, months ago because i was just like this is i can't deal with the influx of that and I had some clients that knew my number which I shouldn't have had and I know it was that's like, a whole matter. I need this separate <laughs> I know I'm hoping in the future I'll have two numbers like a work number and then that but yes it's it's this work is good work it's good lesson and boundaries for us too and everyone being a mirror it's like oh yeah. but well thank you so much like Absolutely. honestly this has been a gift but it has I know and we'll have to get together sometime or if you're ever in Indianapolis or yes whatever because we're not that out. far it's not no. that far I know we'll, so, we'll, we'll have to figure it out, but thank I you. Know, this I keep wishing. Joy. I'm like, I just wish all the spiritual people could all just like come by us somewhere. Well, but then at I'm, the same time, I'm like, I get why we're all separated. You know, I'm, I think I'm going to put together a weekend retreat. I'm just trying to figure out when and like how to, because the, my teacher has a retreat center here in Wisconsin and it's a beautiful place in the middle of like a, of farmland and it's just it's and there's yeah it's great so i'm like oh my gosh please tell yeah me. i'll let you know I because come. i think there's just a lot of people but i'm excited i'm excited to post this one because a lot of the people on my live are excited to hear like you and i talk too because yeah it's yeah. just great so anyway thank you for it is or if you need any collaboration with that or what yeah. like i'm happy to yeah whatever it like, would be fun to do that uh, together i know yeah i we'll just there's so many out. opportunities that it's almost like i get like overwhelmed my i know libra is cardinal energy too but like my area, I'm just like, I want to go, I want to go. My I always need Aries people in my life because you guys are drivers of decisions and like, and I am just like, I just have ideas, but I'm not great at like making. See, but you guys like fan the fire, but that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, when it, it's great to have, and I, that's why I love air signs, but I'm like, if they suddenly pull away, then I'm like, no, you just lit a fire and you have to start this. Don't you dare fucking run. Like, that's the thing that I get so frustrated by. Like, you don't get to say, oh, I see like, I felt like both my karmic ex and my twin, we all hung out a lot. It's like, they were like, yeah, spiritual stuff. Oh, you got it. And then they both ducked. Like, <laughs> wait, doing it. Peace. And I'm just like, what is going on? Uh, um, so yeah, it's one of those things where I'm like, I've had to learn how to like reignite my own, you know. Yeah. Without. And I've had to learn to get off my ass and do things for myself. Cause like my ex-husband was Aries. I used to only, my mom's an Aries sun, Libra moon, but like I used to just pick um, Aries people. Cause they, I could just sit on the couch and eat fucking donuts and watch TV while they do everything. And it's bad for me. <laughs> like it's bad. Yeah. So now I'm like, I need to like make sure I do things too, but, but I still love and it. And we all get like that, like yeah. rotating that. Yeah. Energy. I know. But it was great to talk to you. Seriously. I cannot wait yes. to see this um let me know when you upload it or I don't know how long you take or you I'm probably you gonna upload. I'll I just like I just upload it unedited yeah, usually because I'm that's like what I so do I'm too. probably gonna do them this afternoon and just but yeah I'll send you the awesome. links but love yes, you love you, you have so a wonderful good getting Christmas too. you too I know I can't believe we're like 20 20 days 21 days away so I know and Saint Nick comes Monday night that's a thing we do in Wisconsin I don't know if that's everywhere but yeah that is a big thing you're right I, my kids are normally with their dad on Monday night so I'm gonna let him deal with they see Nick comes to both houses for us. Oh. Everyone comes to both houses. And there's an yeah. elf on the shelf that travels back and forth every other day. So oh it's a you lot. guys are I, I couldn't I don't think in I a jar with in a jar. All that. I just ordered Christmas gifts last night. And I did text my ex. I've been trying better to like have better, healthier because it's been very hard yeah. after everything. And I was like, here are the Christmas gifts I got, just so you know. Some of these yeah. were from the Santa list. Like I want to make sure. And so he didn't respond, but 
<laughs> it's a journey. <laughs> I know, right? And that's the other trigger, right? These masculines are like, I don't get why you're so triggered. I'm like, because you're acting just like the narcissist I just left, <laughs> even though I know that you're not really the narcissist. Like, and maybe that person, it's like everyone has narcissistic tendencies, right? Like, yeah. I don't want to say, but like, it is frustrating when you're like, you're acting just like the other person. And then I get angry. Like, you're acting like the other person. I'm like, I know that's a problem. We're all mirrors and smoke. Like, that's and how like, we know we're in a loop though. But I know. Yeah. How do we break it? Yeah. Consciously. So I'm proud of myself though. I'm proud of you. I feel like all of us I'm are proud of you too. really serious loops. So we it are. was great talking to you though. All right, love you. Well, have a great rest of your day. Love you too. Yeah, I can't wait to watch your podcast more with whoever else you have on. I know you'll have to. It's. I think this will be like the ninth episode or tenth, but a lot of it is just shooting the shit with other spiritual friends or non-spiritual friends. So like, it's just a, it's just me talking to people. I love it. Love Self-indulgent. It. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's perfect. It's okay. We all got to do romanticize our own lives. Right? Exactly. Exactly. All right. All right. I'll talk, talk to you later. later. Bye. Bye.